Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. Let's check out today's podcast. want to welcome all of you who are joining us tonight for uh, yet another episode of Grace in the Marketplace. And uh, tonight is a special night. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce our speaker uh, uh, in a moment, but I just want to welcome all of you guys and remind you of our uh, house rules as we uh, get into this live cast. Uh, we're going to be taking questions uh, at about half past six. So I want to encourage all of you uh, who've joined us tonight, if you have any questions for Pastor Greg Moore, uh, to just put them in the comment section. If you're watching via Zoom, uh, you should be able to do that as well in the comment section. So uh, we're going to jump straight into it. And our guest tonight is none other than uh, Pastor Greg Moore. I'm going to read his uh, a bio quickly the 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 summarized version of his bio i mean if i was to read his actual bio it would take me about 10, 10 uh, minutes because he has done so much for the kingdom of god and in the ministry and he is just such a phenomenal changer in the kingdom of god pastor greg moore uh, is the director of caris bible college in woodland park colorado he is also a conference speaker and an author, and he served as a senior pastor of River of Life Church in uh, Decatur, Texas, for 24 years. And I first came across uh, uh, your ministry, Pastor, you don't know this, but I first came across your ministry uh, at uh, um, uh, Craig Smith's uh, church. He was running a weekly Bible study, and on that particular night, we, he was playing a, 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 a DVD, a class from uh, Excellence in Ministry which is a, a module at Caris Bible College first year. And uh, man, this module left such an impression on me that today that's the uh, um, module that I use if I see any leadership potential in people. The first thing I hand them is that module, Excellence in Ministry. I believe every pastor needs to listen to that module. I believe every uh, business leader needs to listen to that uh, module. I believe every political leader uh, needs to listen to that uh, module, such a powerful uh, a module that you put together. But before we let you loose, Pastor, I also want to encourage uh, those of you who are watching, uh, especially those of you who desire to be in leadership in the ministry, in leading a church, pastoring, uh, to consider getting this book by Pastor Greg Moore. Let me put it over here so you can see. Uh, it's called Flowing in the Supernatural. Man, this is a great book that... Um, uh, Pastor Greg Moore wrote, and I believe you can get it from the Caris Bible College uh, School here in South Africa, Cape Town, or if you're watching from Zimbabwe, you should be able to get it from Keith. And uh, without wasting much time, come on, brothers and sisters, let's put our hands together. Hit the like button and show your love. Uh, hit the, the, the heart and show your love uh, for Pastor uh, Greg Moore. I keep saying pastor because he, I believe, is uh, their pastor, two pastors. So, Pastor Greg Moore, uh, we are all yours. 
Yeah, thanks so much, Tafara. And, and uh, you know, I just, I just want to say that, that uh, it's, it's great to uh, be in relationship with you. And listen, this is a, an amazing church, uh, Faith Hill Church, and, and, the, and the ministry that you have there and, what, and the faith that you have to, to uh, put this uh, seminar on and this conference on uh, for people. It's, it's because, of, because of your love for people because of your love for your nation and because, because of your love for the, uh, for the gospel of grace. And, and, uh, man, I just, I just want to let uh, the viewers know that, you know, uh, Tafara is bringing on, you know, all of these supposedly super duper speakers, but I just want you to know I've pa I pastored for 27 years and uh, 24 in one place. And I know pastors and I just want you to know, uh, this is, this is, the, uh, Tafara and Chipo are the real deal. They're the real kingdom leaders that, that you guys can follow and, and learn and grow under and be discipled and become the kind of leaders that, that God intended you to be. And, uh, they're not about themselves. They're about the kingdom and about building up people. And so I just want to say, uh, on really from my heart, uh, really is on the Lord's heart to, to say he's, he's well pleased with your ministry to Farah and, Thank you, and, uh, and the people that, that are, that are watching, uh, just want to want you to know if you don't have a home church, you need to connect with, with this amazing pastor and his, uh, church because you'll grow, uh, man, you will overcome temptations of the enemy. You'll, uh, deal with hurdles and difficulties in life. Uh, and we, we each, every pastor, uh, needs a pastor and every, every, uh, individual needs a pastor. And so, uh, I just, I just encourage you to, uh, connect with them. And, and also I, I want to encourage you to, uh, to bless them, invest, uh, in, uh, in the kingdom. And when you invest, when you invest in the kingdom, you're investing in your own life and, uh, be a blessing to this church. So, Hey, it's great to be with you guys. Um, and I'm, I'm, uh, that thankful for this opportunity. You know, I always like to start with a funny, uh, so <laughs> I was hoping you'd do that. <laughs> so, uh, I want to, I want to share a little fun. In fact, you can go on, uh, you can go to Greg Moore, M O H R Greg Moore.com. And, uh, you can, you, you can order my books and materials and resources there, but also I've got a section under blogs there that you can actually uh, see about 40 or 50 of my jokes. They're, they're, they're really funny. So you can, you guys can use them. So for those of my older generation, like me, who do not really comprehend the need for Facebook, presently I'm trying to make friends outside of Facebook while applying the same principles. Therefore, every day I walk down the street and I tell the passers-by what I have eaten, how I feel, and what I've done the night before, <clears throat> and what I will do tomorrow. Then I give them pictures of my family, my dog, my garden, and spending time in my pool. I also listen to their conversations and I tell them that I love them. And it really works. <laughs> I already have three persons following me. 
two police officers and a psychiatrist. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. <laughs> um, you know what? What's in my heart to share with share with you all today? Uh, uh, to Pastor Tafara talked about my uh, course on excellence in ministry, which it's really principles of the really principles of wisdom and setting priorities in order and and uh where ministry you don't set where ministers don't sacrifice their family on the altar of the ministry and make their family feel like they have to you know they have to uh, compete for their time and and a lot of a lot of leadership principles but they it really have come out of a a heart and a passion that god's put in my heart for wisdom and um i want to read from proverbs chapter 4 um, verse five, it says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she'll preserve you. Love her and she'll keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and all you're getting, get understanding, exalt her and she will promote you. You know, we're looking, people are looking for promotion and looking for, you know, success and and God's saying, look, if you go after wisdom, that's going to promote you and she'll bring you honor. People are looking for honor and respect, especially men. When you embrace her, she'll place on your head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory. She'll deliver to you. And if, if you read in, in Proverbs 3, verse uh, 16, it says, length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand, riches and honor, and her ways are pleasantness, and all her paths are the paths of peace. Um, I just want to encourage, encourage us. We're, you know, the theme of this week is grace in the marketplace, and what my assignment is just, just to share with you to make it your goal and aim uh, rather than just to, uh, to increase financially, which that's not a bad goal, but to, but to, uh, to do it with wisdom and, and to draw on God's wisdom because it's going to take wisdom. You know, you can, I, I've been in business before and, and uh, I made a lot of money, but uh, my lack of wisdom at the time when I was a young man, uh, I, I lost a lot of money. And the bottom line is guys, you know, I know, I know several millionaires who, when the economy, when there's a downturn in the economy and they have all their money in the stock market or in different things, you know, they're, they're pulling their hair out, trying to figure out what to do. Well, we don't have to do that when we have a relationship with the Lord. We, he's, he is our, he is our, is our wisdom. And I just want to encourage wisdom is the principal thing. And we need, we, and, and you know, we need to believe God during these during these times, when people have lost jobs and uh, where do I invest? You know, there's a lot of when the economy's down and the stock market is down. There's a lot of uh, good opportunity investment opportunities. But what do I do? Um, and I just want to encourage you that that he Jesus has not only been made unto us in First uh, Corinthians. 130, uh, one in, in verse 30, and he not, not only has been made unto us righteousness, but he's been made unto us 
and sanctification and, and um, redemption, but he's been made unto us uh, wisdom. It says he, if you believe, you can believe that you're righteous because of the sacrifice of Jesus. First Corinthians 1.30 said the same, the same context, he's been made unto us wisdom. And, um, you know, a lot of people run around and say, I don't know what, well, I don't know what to do. And, and you may not know what to do, but, but uh, like in second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12, Jehoshaphat didn't know what to do against that great army. They didn't, they were outnumbered. They didn't, they didn't have, uh, they didn't, they didn't know what to do. They didn't have any might against that enemy, but, but they ended up and said, but Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And the bottom line, you, you and I may not know what to do with our natural minds, but, but we need to add a but on the end of that. I may not know in the natural what to do, but he's been made unto me wisdom. And I can activate that wisdom. I can draw out that wisdom so that, so that I can, when, when I have a successful business, I can cause it, I, I can have the wisdom for it to grow. Uh, when I have money that God has given me and blessed me with, I can, I can cause it to increase instead of decrease. And I don't have to fear uh, the loss of what I've accumulated. And so knowledge is the accumulation of facts and truth. Understanding is, is the uh, right arrangement of those facts and truth. You know what file to put it in and how to go access it. Wisdom is the proper application of facts and truth. Because, you know, you're, you're gonna be uh, many times faced with decisions that are not uh, the decisions between good and evil or good and bad, but between good and best. And it's gonna take, it, it takes wisdom in, in, order, in, in order for us to know what decisions to make. And, and I've got good news for you. Uh, Jesus has been made unto you wisdom. If you're born again, man, and if you're not born again and you're watching, uh, then this is a great reason <laughs> to open your heart to the Lord because, because he's been made unto us wisdom. And, and that all starts with a, a personal relationship with Jesus. So, you know, I'm not going to be able to, uh, in the time that I have, unpack all of this, but let me give you some things that God has taught me about how to access or activate the wisdom that I have on the inside of me and the same way for you. First of all, um, and you may want to just write these things down, or, or I'm sure they're recording this so you can go back and, and get it again. But first of all, uh, you need to declare that he has been made unto you wisdom. Don't walk around wringing your hands in despair. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my child. I don't know what to do with this decision. I don't know what to do with my business. Well, maybe you don't, but but land with a but, you know, but, you know, he's been made unto me wisdom. God knows what to do and my eyes are on him. So whatever is on the other end of your but is what you really believe. So you can say, I've got pain in my body, 
my, I, I'm, there's, I'm dealing with sickness, but I believe by his stripes, I was healed. And so if you don't know what to do, just to stay in faith, put a butt on the other, on, on the other side of what you don't know and say, but my God has been made unto me wisdom and he's going to show me what to do. I'm going to know. I may not know right now, but if I'll seek him, I'll know. You have to declare that though. You have to declare it. Um, Romans 8 31 says, what then shall we say to these things? What things? All the things that are going wrong. What shall we say to these things? If, if God is for me, who will be against me? We've got to exalt. If you're going to draw on wisdom, you've got to exalt the truth of what God says above the facts that are in your head. And if you'll do that, you will, you will draw out wisdom. If you won't allow the circumstances to define your success or failure, if you'll allow God's word to do that, wisdom will start uh, coming, coming forth. The second thing is to make the fear of the Lord the highest value in your decision-making. Make the fear of the Lord the highest value in your decision-making. Psalms 111 verse 10 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we can't begin to walk in wisdom or draw on his wisdom, and, and especially in the financial realm, until the fear of the Lord becomes higher value to us than, than in other words, we, we value what God says and what he's leading us to do above what, above what the newscasters are telling us or the media is telling us or what the government is telling us and what, you know, what friends and, and families, uh, you know, telling us, I'm going to value what God says above everything else. And when I do that, um, I'm, be, I'm drawing out, I'm, I'm positioning myself to draw on the wisdom. If, I'm, if I choose to value uh, the circumstances or what the media is telling me, or, or, and, and I value that higher than, than, than my, what God is saying, then I'm, I'm forsaking wisdom. And so there's a lot more I could, I could say about that, but um, I, it, there, there are a lot of examples I, I could share, but uh, a good friend of mine, Paul Milligan, uh, he was the CEO of uh, Andrew's ministry. He was also an elder, Andrew Womack's ministry. He was uh, an elder in my church. We were ministering together one time and, and with this woman who was demonized and we were uh, ministering freedom to her. And, he, and when Paul made a statement to this woman, it radically changed my life. He said, to fear God is to fear nothing else. It's powerful. To fear God is to fear nothing else, man. And that radically changed my life. The third thing that will help to activate wisdom is to follow love, to follow love. Um, wisdom and love are sisters. We need, wisdom and love are sisters. What, what do you mean by that, Pastor Greg? Well, remember Solomon uh, who was the wisest man in all the earth at that time. And remember, they brought the two women before him who claimed uh, one of them had lost her baby and, and, and had taken the baby from the other woman. And, 
and both of them claimed to be the mother. And how did, how did the wisest man in all the earth determine which mother, uh, which woman was the true mother of the child? It was when, it, it was by, he said, oh, bring the child here, let's, let's cut the child in half. Why did he say that? Because he knew, he knew that wisdom and love are sisters. He knew that, that the, the, the real mother of the child uh, would give up the right to have the child for the life of the child. And she, he, he knew, in other words, if you determine what love will do, wisdom will be there. And when you determine, and, and he knew the woman that said, no, no, give, keep the child alive, that she did that out of love. And then that helped Solomon determine wisdom. And in all of my years of leadership, when I've taken the time to cut away selfishness from my decisions um, and, and what's in the best interest of me, rather what is in the best interest of serving others, wisdom is there. It just, it's like it manifests, it, 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 it becomes obvious. If I'll just circumcise my heart from any selfish motive, wisdom is there. And you know, you if you if you're in a business, you're you're in a business and you're trying to make a business decision, if you think about what's the best interest for the for your employees, for your customers, rather than just what the bottom line, what's in the best interest of, of yourself, then wisdom is going to be there, and then God's going to come through for you, and he's going to bless your your, your employees, he's going to bless your customers, and he's going to bless you. The same thing is true for your children. I have four children, and they're each different. And, you know, there have been times when God has, has told me to, to do uh, some tough love on some of them, and other times he's told me to have mercy. And, you know, the way I know what to do is I'm just seeking God. Um, I remember one time I was correcting one of my children who was very compliant. In fact, this, this son of mine is now Andrew Womack's daily television producer. But when he was about seven, he had done something he wasn't supposed to do. And um, I was about to apply the rod of correction to the seat of instruction. And, uh, and so, uh, but when I was about to spank him, uh, I heard the Lord say, it's your fault. And I told Michael, I said, just hold on just a second, Michael. I, and that was more punishment than, than giving, giving him the, the correction. And I went aside and, and began to seek the Lord. And the Lord said, he would rather have negative attention than no attention at all. And it just, wow, just smote my heart. It was like the reason why he had been acting up was because because I hadn't been giving him the tent, the attention he needed. And the Lord see that again, how did I know that? How did I get the wisdom to know what was really the, the heart of the problem with that child was I, I, I listened to love. And so guys, th I, this is, this is so powerful. Um, if, if you'll follow love, it's like right now, my wife and I, um, we've been we've been sending checks to people who've lost jobs. We've been uh, giving extra money to the restaurant people when we when we whenever we do takeout or 
or in anything. Uh, you know, you look for opportunities right now. This is not a time to hoard things. If you understand wisdom flows on the heels of love, then I'm going to, God, show me who I can contact today. You know, each of us has one of these smartphones, right? And you've got all these contacts. You've got all these contacts in here. Why don't you just take each day and, and, and contact five people in your contact list or on your Facebook friend list and encourage them, bless them. Listen, let me tell you what's going to happen when you do that. Wisdom's going to start flowing because you're encouraging others. You're positioning yourself for greatness when you, when you follow love, because after all, God is love. And there's, there's so much more I could share with you about that. Let me, let me just give you a couple of uh, other principles in, in uh, closing is, um, you know, another thing is about wisdom is seek counsel, seek godly counsel. Proverbs 24, 6 says, for by wise counsel, you wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. You know, a lot of wisdom has come to me. Uh, usually, I'm, I don't have a problem hearing God. But it's when I'm praying and seeking the Lord about what to do uh, in regards to when I was pastoring my church, now in leadership at uh, Karis Bible College. I may hear from God about what to do, but it's another thing about how to do it and when, when is the best time to do it. And I've discovered that if I'll come in to my leaders instead of just telling them, well, God told me we're going to do this. And, and basically, you know, they just have to salute and say, you know, yeah, Pastor Greg, we'll just, whatever you say, then, you know what, I'll, I'll just say I'm sensing God's leadership. In, in doing this. And what, what do you guys think about, you know, how to do this or what time to do it? I've always found that I'm, I'm wiser when I draw on the counsel of others, when I value what others have to say. Even if I could, even if I've heard from God, it helps me to apply what I've heard in a more effective way. And then they also can take ownership of it uh, of that initiative or that thing or that decision. And, um, you know, then, then that, that really, that really uh, will cause, and, and what it does is it creates unity and trust rather than you just being this leader that's in a hierarchy position. And, you know, husbands with, with your wives, the same thing. Don't just come in and say, God told me this, we're going to do this. And, and they just have to salute you and no say, look, honey, I'm sensing God's leadership in this. What are you, what are your thoughts on it? And if we're not, if, if we're not in unity, then that just usually tells me we don't have full understanding about how the strategy about how to apply this. So uh, take time to seek counsel. And then, and then finally, um, you know, well, there, man, there's just so many good points here. Let me just, let me get, just give you this point out of Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, I think it's uh, verse 19, but it talks about being stay, staying filled with the Spirit. So Ephesians 5 and, um, and in verse, let's see, um, verse of 16, redeeming the time 
because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and don't be drunk with wine, whereas in, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. So staying filled with the Spirit is one of the ways that we access the wisdom of God. And so that, that I mean, begins with praying in the Spirit, being filled with the Spirit, praying in the Spirit will allow, will, uh, see, when I'm praying in the spirit, my spirit is praying. And so I'm, I'm, I have, you and I have the mind of Christ, but it's in our spirit. And when we pray in the spirit, we're drawing up that wisdom from our spirit, man, to our, to our natural minds. First uh, Corinthians 14 verse two says that when we're praying in the spirit, we're praying mysteries to God. If you compare that with first Corinthians two, Verse seven, it says, "When we, when we that we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery." So, when you're praying in the Spirit, you're drawing up wisdom uh, from from your spirit to your mind. So, when I, whenever I'm struggling with what to do, I take time to pray in the Spirit, pray in my spiritual language, and I'm telling you, it uh, it draws up the wisdom of God. Then finally, you know, all the paths of all the paths of wisdom are peace. I mean, there's a lot of verses on this, but uh, Proverbs 3.17, um, Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Peace, and I'm, I'm, I'll finish with this. Peace is a barometer to tell me whether I'm in wisdom or not. You know, this is uh, the topic of this week is grace in the marketplace. Okay, 17 times in the New Testament. It says grace and peace, grace and peace, grace and peace, grace and peace, grace and peace. Have you ever seen that? Well, what does that mean? Grace and peace go together like Tafara and Chipo, like Greg and Janice, like, like beans and rice, like peas and carrots. Um, what else does that mean? Whenever we've left peace, we've left grace. And so whenever you've left peace, you've moved outside of wisdom, uh, which is part of grace. I mean, part of, part of God's grace to us is his wisdom. And that's what we need. And so if I, if, as I'm following the Lord, if I, if I'm, if I'm, if I've left peace in my heart, if I start becoming anxious, then um, the, the, to me, that's a, that, that is just a barometer that helps me to sh shift back on center and know that, you know what, wait a minute, hold on. I'm not going to access God's wisdom in this decision by being anxious. I'm going to walk in peace. And so um, I'm just, I'm just speaking today over you, uh, the wisdom of God in, in this time that, that there are deals to be made that, that people who are in relationship with God are going to are going, their opportunities that God has for you, their investment opportunities, their all kinds of opportunities. There are people who are in despair that you can lift out of despair just by an encouragement. And so I'm releasing to each one that's watching, listening right now, uh, the, the grace of God that includes the wisdom of God that will help make a difference in the lives of others, but also will bring increase to you in this time. You, you have 
the wisdom of God. And I release that to you today in Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, Pastor Greg. So much wisdom in that and uh, so much uh, uh, practical uh, uh, wisdom that you gave us uh, tonight. Uh, just a question here on Zoom. I think this goes to the uh, uh, third point that you made around seeking counsel. Uh, so the question is, how do I know who to seek counsel uh, from? Well, that's a great question. And, you know, uh, you, you want to, you don't want to just ask anybody. You want to talk to, look at people who have walked with the Lord for a while, people who, who are mature, people who don't, aren't flippant. They, they're not changing one day and back and forth. They've got character. Their marriage is sound. Um, they've got some degree of success in their lives. You know, when I've started, I've started, I think seven businesses in my life. And, and uh, whenever I started a business, I would always find somebody uh, who was more successful than me. I, I, I'd go buy them dinner and get counsel from them. So, you know, watch, look for people who have success and who are mature, who are further down the road than you. And, um, you know, I, that, that's, those are, that's kind of the counsel I would give you on that. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor. And uh, we have another question here on, on Zoom. It says, uh, during this time uh, of global crisis, what do you say is the one thing that uh, a business person, small business person, uh, we as a business that's potentially in a crisis should be focusing on and uh, doing almost uh, daily? Well, I would be praying in the spirit a lot and also also uh, seeking counsel, but I would keep my eyes open for innovative, creative uh, ways to survive and even thrive in the marketplace in this time. Uh, the Bible says that God uh, gives us knowledge of witty inventions. I think that's Proverbs 8, 12. And so uh, maybe uh, someone's business is totally shut down right now. Well, then, all right, God, you're going to show me, uh, you're going to give me wisdom about how to navigate through this. Do I, do I hold it and reopen, you know, or do I, do I make a shift, you know, in the marketplace? Look, there are opportunities right now. Um, I, I know somebody I was talking to just yesterday, they're making masks, creative, colorful masks, you know, and uh, so and it may just be a temporary thing. But I'm, I'm going to be looking and listening uh, for I, new ideas instead of just, uh, you know, holding up and, and not and, and, and fear, getting in fear. All right, God, how can I do something positive? And then, and then the other thing I would do is I would, I would invest in other, in other uh, people. I'd invest in your, your staff, your employees, other people that have lost jobs. Uh, look for opportunities to bless others. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Pastor Greg, uh, for making time to uh, join us uh, tonight. Uh, just one last question, and I'm going to ask you to pray for the people uh, after you've answered uh, this question, just to pray favor over them and uh, everything we talked about uh, tonight and just uh, bless them. We have this question that says, in this age of information overload, how do I balance between getting the necessary information 
and uh, seeking godly wisdom? Well, that's a great question. You know, uh, I, the way I do that is uh, I, I spend time in the word of God every day. And I, I do that first. And it's not a religious or, you know, uh, thing that I, that I do. It's just, I, I want to access wisdom that's in the word. And so you could read a proverb every day, once, uh, every day during the month. And, and there, you know, there, uh, there was a proverb for every day. You could read out of the Psalms, read some in the new Testament. And so I balance the information that I'm hearing in a particular area with, Come on. with also getting things in the, in the word. I don't let uh, I don't allow myself to get so absorbed with the information overload from the world more than I do the word of God. And then also, I also tune into broadcasts like this where men and women of God are preaching the word. It, it, it keeps me in faith. And so we, we need right now, we need to be here. Faith comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. And so as you're reading the word, praying, spending time with God, also listening uh, to um, men of God and, and women of God, like uh, uh, Pastor Tafara is bringing before us, it'll increase faith in us. And then that, that'll show it, you know, the bottom line is God's got a word for each one of us during this time. And if we'll make ourselves available, he's going to show us how to navigate this. This yeah. didn't take him by surprise. Mm-hmm. And, and so I would spend more of my time listening to the word of God through other men and women, plus reading the, reading the, uh, the word and then praying and seeking God. One word from God will deliver you. One word from God will, will uh, create new uh, avenues of income for you. One word from God will uh, cause uh, millions to come into the kingdom uh, through your life. So I just encourage you, uh, to balance your life uh, with spending at least as much time in the Word, listening to messages as you do other other information sources. Man, that is awesome. Before you pray, Pastor Greg, I just want to remind uh, everybody, uh, this book here, Flowing in the Supernatural by Pastor Greg Moore. I have a signed copy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just want to encourage everybody to pick up a copy. You can Pick it up from uh, Caris Bible College in Cape Town. I know they have uh, copies in their bookstore. And also Caris Bible College in Harare, Zimbabwe. Keith, uh, he's got uh, these books in the bookstore. Man, Pastor Greg Moore is a blessing. Uh, I remember we were in Colorado Springs when, we, when you made time for us, uh, me and Ashley, and we went out to lunch. And man, the nuggets of wisdom that you just gave us as young ministers uh, uh, starting out on this uh, journey, uh, it's just phenomenal. It's just awesome. It's things that I still hold on to uh, tightly today. And so thank you so much for making time uh, for us tonight and uh, for your ministry. And if people want to get more uh, of your ministry, I know those who are in Bible school can go back and study some of these courses online. But those who are not yet in Bible school, uh, how are they? How can they connect with you and hear more of your teachings, Pastor? Yeah, you just can go to gregmore.com and and then uh, the, our info at gregmore.com and and uh, we'd be glad to stay in, in co- uh, connection with with you and 
and uh, and I know you I know you'll be blessed if you if you go there and you can tap into those resources that we have. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Before we let you go, uh, do you mind just praying uh, for the people and just praying for everyone on this broadcast? Thank you so much. Well, Father, I just want to thank you for everyone that's uh, uh, participating in this broadcast, and I and I speak uh, and release into each one the wisdom of God uh, that's already been deposited uh, in, uh, by the finished work of the cross. Uh, that what Jesus has already done for them, Father, that they would access that wisdom and it would appropriate that wisdom. And as this week, as they're just uh, walking through their daily lives, Father, they'll remember the, some of these nuggets that, that you've been made unto them wisdom. And that if, as they walk in the fear of the Lord, instead of the fear of man, they'll draw out that wisdom as they as they choose love and follow love, Father, that wisdom is going to be released and follow peace. So, Father, I just bless them with wisdom. Uh, decisions that have to be made, I speak clarity and peace. And, Father, I, I thank you for opening doors that no man will shut. And, Father, I want to thank you for Tafara and Chipo and their, their ministry, their church. Uh, I speak increase and blessing over them. Uh, and and I just believe there are partners, people who have yet to partner with this ministry that God's speaking to right now. And as you follow that and connect with this ministry, uh, God's going to open rich doors for you. And uh, I just believe that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor, uh, for time. Uh, we'll see you soon. All and right. God bless you. Please pass, my, pass our love to Janice as well. We love right. you guys. God bless you. God bless you, Chief. Bye-bye. Ciao.